This is Allison Rand with AllisonMRand.com. And if you want to learn more how to renew your health by removing toxins, then you should be listening to The Toxin Terminator with my friend, Amy Carlson. Welcome to The Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. Hi, this is Amy Carlson, and I believe that removing hidden toxins is the only way to renewed wellness. Today, we're visiting with Allison Rand. Allison is a wife, a adoptive mother of two children from China, a homeschooling mom, as well as a health and nutrition advocate. She has been interviewed on radio, magazines, and podcasts with her powerful story of renewal. And in today's episode, she's going to be sharing her journey with an autoimmune disorder, how she's gotten herself into complete and total remission, how she's detoxed her body, and she's going to give her top three recommendations on what you can do too, especially if you're looking to improve your gut health. Allison believes that love shapes the family, and I am just so excited to have her on our show. I have admired her knowledge of food and the hidden toxins found in our nutrition, and her story is absolutely amazing. I'm humbled to be able to call her one of my friends. All right, welcome, Allison. We're so glad to have you on the episode. So, Allison, I want to just dig right into this interview. I know by reading through some of your information that you have adopted a couple of children. Would you like to talk to us a little bit about that? I would love to. Thank you. So I knew in high school that I wanted to adopt children. And I had it that I really felt called to adopt children from China. No reason why, just I just had this calling that I would adopt children from China. I, I think it's wonderful because part of my story is I'm an actual birth mother. And so when I get to meet an adoptive mother, it just um, is a light to my soul that, you know, there are women like you who are looking to take children in. So I appreciate that. It's so important. You know, we all need a loving home, whether, no matter how we find it. It's just, it's wonderful that I have been gifted to be their mother. I think it's amazing. How long ago was it that you um, adopted these children? So when I got married to my husband, I was 26. And to adopt from China, I had to be 30. Okay. So we had to wait. And my husband's five years older than me. So on my 30th birthday, right around there, my husband gave me a briefcase that was filled with the money to adopt our first child. And I had no idea that he had been saving for years, but he knew because on our first date, actually, I had said to him, I want to adopt. Does this align with what you want in your future? He's like, wait a minute. It's our first date. I said, but <laughs> this is so important to me. And I don't want to get to know you and fall in love with you and find out this isn't something that you want. Right. And he said, I'm, I'm open and, you know, let's see where this relationship goes. So what? my 30th, you know, birthday to receive that gift was, 
I mean, it still gives me goosebumps. It was so incredible because adoption can be expensive depending on how you adopt. And we dove right into the process. So I was 30 years old and we adopted our first child 11 months later. That is so, phenomenal. Yeah. And, and we talk about the adoption because I, be, I believe, and I'm, you're going to correct me if I'm wrong here, but your children that you adopted came from China, as you've stated. And also in your story, when I researched you, um, they were malnourished when they came to you as well. And can you tell me and tell us, is that part of why you kind of got into this whole um nutrition and health. Is, is that one of the reasons? Absolutely. So, you know, this was, I'm going to be 43 next month. So this is many years ago. This is when organic was becoming something that was just really starting out that you were seeing more information on. And when we adopted our daughter, I mean, her belly was so distended and she, the foods that she was eating was not what I would consider, I mean, you can't live off of rice and expect to be really healthy. And she wasn't getting the fruits and vegetables that I would want for a child at her age. She was 25 months at adoption. Okay. So for the first two years, that is such a critical time to be getting this nutrition. And I mean, this is for all kids, right? right. This isn't just for kids from China. And, you know, my, my children were not breastfed. They did not get, you know, nutrients in a way that some children are given. So, yes, I, it was, it became very apparent that I had to really make a shift coming home. But I also knew this was going to be overwhelming, not only for me, my husband, but for our child that had didn't even know half of these foods that we were going to be introducing. Sure. So this was a great example of how we can make changes and have them be lifelong changes from children to adults, because we all had to kind of jump on board for all of our health. Sure, absolutely. So other than you, you talked about a distended stomach, you know, were there other things that were going on in their life, you know, that, that led you on that health and nutrition? Because your story, from what I'm reading, really centers around proper nutrition in order to renew health and deleting out the toxins from the nutrition side of it. So it's important that we go back to the beginning and what led you on this very long journey. Sure. So the biggest thing for me that started it was um, she did not have, she didn't recognize a lot of foods, didn't have the taste for it, you know, a lot of no to foods. And so that was concerning. Um, we also had no health information as far as family health. So there were things that we noticed, but I don't know if they're from family history or if it's from the nutrition part. Sure. So it's, it's some of it's hard to know, but I also knew, I believe that if something 
is in your genes that you can clean up your genes and have a different outlook for your future. You don't have to take on what family history says. That's what I believe. Well, that gets us into epigenics, which can be a whole completely different topic. So, and and we'll come back to that one later. But so, so the the, the bringing the children into the home really kind of opened up the eyes in in the beginning. But it, had you personally at that time, besides the children, even started looking at what am I putting in my body, and how is that properly fueling me and, and nourishing me? Yes. So when we were going through the adoption process, we had to be under a certain weight to be considered healthy under the Chinese government rules. And I was borderline. And so I was stressed to have to lose this weight in a short period of time to be able to travel and complete everything. So my husband and I, we, and he didn't really have to lose weight. He was just doing this to support me. Um, We did a program that counts points and that got me to where I needed to be. That worked, but I was not eating clean. I, I was not eating enough of what I would consider real food. I was eating a lot of packaged food And that was, it was like, okay, this got me what I needed, but I started to realize that being a certain size does not mean you're healthy. Right. And what was going on inside did not feel my best. So that was a reflection, in my opinion, on what I was chewing and swallowing and putting into my body. But again, the outward appearance is what I needed to... (laughs) become a mother. So it's interesting that we have this, we have to really rethink what we see as healthy. And to, um, you know, we need a car wash going through our bodies at times to clean our systems out and to, you know, make us sparkly from the inside out. And oftentimes we're not doing that. Right. Well, and and in your story, when I was reading up on that too, I read, you know, your outward appearance obviously had a huge impact on things that you wanted to have happen for your life. But as we all know, with our stories, there's inward things that are happening. And you talked about being at a frustrating point in in your life. You talked about being overwhelmed. Um, You talked about not feeling like you were getting answers because there were other things happening even though you might have been in an ideal weight for most of society, you had some issues going on inside. Would you like to tell us about what that looked like for you? Yes. So, you know, here at this point, I'm a mother of two, okay? And so I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. And it has been quite the adjustment. This is, I don't know what it's like to parent, an infant, a newborn, I did not experience that. So to go from no children to active toddler, that needs energy and (laughs) um, patience. And I, I, I mean, I had patience, but my energy wasn't there. I mean, I looked forward to nap time. I needed nap time. And I would you know, on a good day, a three-hour nap was 
just what I needed to make it through the evening. Wow. And, um, you know, when you have kids, people want to come visit you. They want to come and spend time. And I had severe eczema on my hands. And it was to the point that I didn't want to have people over because the idea that these hands were cooking the meal or just even serving anything prepared or me making it, it was awful. And I, I mean, it kept me indoors. Sure. I mean, it really did. And then I was isolating myself from the rest of the world because of my hands, because everyone notices your hands. You know, you shake your hand with someone or there's no, I you couldn't can't wear garden it. gloves. Yeah, I couldn't wear garden gloves out in Phoenix in the middle of summer. So having no energy, having this eczema, I was obese. I did not see myself as obese, but I can now look back and say, you know, I was, I think I was in denial of really where I was with my health. Sure. And I didn't have the strength at the time, I think, to kind of look at myself in the mirror and reflect back what I was seeing. Sure. So, and, and I think a lot of us are in that position at times. It's hard to, you know, see the truth and to say, I need to do something about this. So those were big things. And I had anxiety, um, something I still work through, you know, it stems from many, many years ago when I was a flight attendant, but it is a work in progress. My husband can drive the vehicle today and I'm not like gripping the dashboard the whole time. Sure. That was, that was my life. And I think that was hard for my husband because he wanted to to have that role. And I wasn't able to be comfortable with him having that role of driving the family and giving that over to him. Exactly. And now he can. Now he can do that. Now, what about, so these things that were going on with the the eczema and the anxiety and the tiredness, the the lack of energy, what avenues were you looking to, to for answers? Sure. So I would go to my medical doctor, uh, you know, at least once a year for um, physical, sometimes more than that based on how I was feeling. And, you know, for the eczema, I was referred to a dermatologist. But as far as for the energy, not feeling good, she said, you're just a new parent. You're not adjusting well. And you you know, that's just what's where you are in your life. But I knew, I'm like, this is not that. I mean, this could be a part of it, but this is, there's more going on underneath. And I mean, I think that is a horrible thing to say to anyone in that moment, because that is, I mean, that's not having hope. I mean, when I, it was just a horrible experience, honestly. Absolutely. And but so many times that's what we get from the, the doctors. And I'm not, please don't take that wrong. I'm not knocking doctors, but 
I was in the same position that you were in where I had things going on with my body and I'm going to the medical doctors for answers and I'm just being told it's your age. It's the time of life that you're in. It's your job. You're under stress. It, it, it was always something outside versus looking in. So tell me what, at what point did you get to where you, you decided, okay, I'm not getting the answers here. What took you to finding what the answers were for you? So I, both of my children were special needs children when we adopted them. And so we have seen specialists for their care over the years. And it was through, you know, one of their doctors that we found a naturopath and was looking at the whole picture, the whole body. And I thought, well, this is what I need. This is the direction I want to go to for me. So I started, you know, seeing a naturopath and that forever changed everything for me. And, and again, I, like you said, I'm not against medical doctors. I do still see medical doctors as needed, but the naturopath was the right path to help get to the answers of what was going on with my body. Sure. And do you want to share with us, because I think it's important when we're looking at food and, and your key area for me is, is dealing with the foods and what we're putting in our body. So you are dealing with an autoimmune disorder that I believe you found your answers through your naturopath. Correct. So through um, more blood work of the thyroid and just what was going on with my body, I was diagnosed with having Hashimoto's. Okay. So my body, my, the immune system is basically attacking my thyroid. Okay. And, and that, it was, it was funny because I was like so relieved, like finally there's a reason that I'm feeling this way. And then at the same time, I'm like, but what does this mean for my future? Does this mean, you know, anytime I'm not a fan of labels or um, like a diagnosis, but I was like, well, what does that mean? Does this mean this is forever? Can it go into remission? And so that journey began of, I was on a mission to go into remission. Sure. Sure. So what, what um, I know in, in your story and in reading about this, I hear you tried lots and lots of different things um, to help yourself with the autoimmune disorder. And I believe that one of your, um, when you finally got to, to really doing some healing with the gut is when you really started getting symptom-free and noticing some differences for you. So can you tell us what did you do that started providing that healing for you? Sure. So prior to changing what I was eating, I was basically um, having to go do lab work every three to four months just as to know that information. And my body was not regulated. I mean, I was just up and down, up and down. So um, my naturopath said, we basically need to up your nourishment and approved a program that I went with. And basically, as many of us are, we're overfed and undernourished. So we may be eating food, but it's not necessarily nourishing food. Okay. So I had to shift 
how I viewed food. And that, that can be very challenging. At the time, I'm kind of an all-in person in general. And so it was easier for me than for some people. But I, I wanted to be successful. So the, one of the first things I did was a detox. And at 40 years old, I had never done a detoxing cleanse ever. Because okay. in my mind, that was like starving the body and that did not appeal to me. Sure. So my doctor, you know, was, you know, do this and we'll, we'll do your labs and let's see where you're at. And it was incredible that in 10 days of getting deeper nourishment that I would see a shift so quickly that I would start losing weight that I couldn't lose for years. My skin actually was getting worse. My eczema was getting worse, but my doctor was so thrilled because she said it must come up to go out. Yes. And I was like, okay. So then I was like, you worse. Like, let's get it out. <laughs> I'm cheering it on. But that made sense to me. And I had never really been explained anything like that before because most of the times people are trying to suppress it. And here I was trying to get it out. So my labs shifted quickly. And over nine months, I had lost 40 pounds. I had no more symptoms of eczema. I was in remission and like I had energy. I didn't have to nap anymore. And this all happened, you know, quickly from the beginning. Sure. So it was easy to stay the course at that point because I was honestly seeing the results I'd always hoped and dreamed about and living a life that I didn't even know existed. So in that nine months when you, you know, you started the journey with doing a 10 day detox and then you, you started feeding yourself with actual nourishment and actual food, but what toxins would you say that you were removing from the body um, besides sure. the 10-day detox, what things did you do that made a shift for you and your body? So I started incorporating um, a product that removes glyphosate, which is the main ingredient in Roundup, which is the pesticide that is sprayed on a lot of our food. Sure. Even organic food can have glyphosate because it travels through the air, soil, water, there's no way that we can avoid glyphosate today. So that was a really big shift for my whole family because if your gut isn't happy, which the gut is really the main brain, you know, this brain isn't going to function right if your gut isn't functioning right. And it just was incredible. I didn't have bloating anymore. I just thought that was... Like, that's like what you deal with. That's everyday life of eating food. So when you start to see shifts like that, you're like, okay, this is, this needs to get in the hands of everyone. I didn't realize how much glyphosate was playing a role in my health. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, and I, I, I think people should get tested for that all the time. I, I think that it has so many issues for, for people. So how did you remove the glyphosate from your body then? So the, the product I use is a simple capsule you take twice a day okay. and a six-week trial 
um, showed it reduced glyphosate by 74% in the trial. That so that's is, incredible. That's you know? amazing. And, yes. And, and it's so easy. And I mean, and if your kids don't swallow capsules, what I love is it just happens, you know, the formula happens to taste like pizza. So you can open up the capsule, put it on a spoon and they're happy. And they can eat it. That's wonderful. And then did you make different, I, I know I've seen you talk about food versus food like. So did you make different choices with how you were purchasing your foods um, to avoid, I know glyphosate is out there, um, and I know when we purchase organic, we're still getting some pesticide. Um, however, it's reduced in, in terms of mainstream. But were there other options that you did to help remove those toxins and keep on a steady journey forward? Yes. So over the years, I have, well, even our landscapers, they used to use a product that had you know, glyphosate in mm -hmm. our yard. And so now I'm like, no, we will go out and pick weeds and you know, yeah. we will do things to not have that. And I have become a label reader. And what I love about most people having a smartphone today is you too can become a label reader. So if you're looking at a product, you don't know what the ingredient is or what it means, or you can Google it. Let's start educating ourselves. And then, you know, it's up to you if you want to ingest that or not. I mean, there are times I'm eating things that are probably not the best because I'm not cooking it at home, but there's always an upgraded version that you can go to. So, I mean, I'm an organic person, so I always choose organic over non-GMO if possible, because non-GMO can still have pesticides. Correct. So I go for organic, but if it's, I'm at someone's house, I'm not going to, you know, be rude and not eat, but <laughs> I also maybe don't make that choice if they don't eat the same as me on a daily basis to eat there as often. Right. Or at those restaurants, or and right. again, I have that wonderful capsule that I'm popping in my mouth after to support my body. Right. Well, and what our our listeners need to understand is that supplements, the capsule with the detox, is simply a supplement. I heard a doctor talk to me one time about if we're eating appropriately, we don't have to supplement. Supplement is for when we're not eating appropriately, and sometimes we still have to supplement because, like you said you know, glyphosate is out there in everything. It's in our water source. It's in our soil. So we're, we're growing food that is not properly nourished from the soil to begin with. And Correct. so sometimes it's just a matter of supplementing just to have that good health. And like you experienced, being able to go from having all these symptoms from an autoimmune disorder to today being symptom-free, is that a fair statement? It is. And, and it is. did you get told you were in remission or? Yes. Yes. After nine months of changing my nourishment. I was in remission. It's hard to know because it was like a three-month span. Hard to know when I actually went into remission, but at that time of doing labs, I was. That and, and to me, incredible. that's absolutely amazing. And can you talk because you pointed to your head when you were talking about the brain, our gut being the primary brain and head being secondary. 
And I want our, uh, our listeners to understand that when we get our gut health in order, it helps our emotions and the secondary brain when we point to our head. So not only did you have the energy and the eczema going away, but how about your anxiety? How did that work for you oh, as significantly, well? It was significantly, you know, decreased. I mean, and you know, oftentimes we think about we are what we eat, but it's even, let's go deeper than that. We are what we absorb. Yes. So if we're not absorbing things <laughs> that we're eating because our gut health is out of balance, then, you know, those nutrients aren't going to the brain. They're not going to where they need to do the work. And so it really starts in the gut and repairing that and getting it to a fantastic place to start absorbing these nutrients. And we're not wasting our money on things that aren't serving our body. Right. Well, and, and that's a great point to bring up because we can be eating all of the right things. We can be doing all of the right things with purchasing organic and, and those type of things. But if we haven't fixed the gut health to begin with, then you know, it is pointless and we're, we're throwing money down the tube. So talk to me about gut health. We hear so much about gut health these days anymore. What can, if, if we were to descri describe to our listeners, if you do not have a healthy gut, what could you be experiencing on a day-to-day -day basis? Because uh, I want to walk them through. Sometimes we don't understand sure. what that really looks like. So you could be having digestive problems, you know, it could be bloating, um, having gas, it could be having diarrhea. Um, you know, honestly, what goes on in the toilet is just as important to be paying attention to. And, you know, I teach my kids that, you know, tell me what your bowel movement looked like. And it's <laughs> not to be like gross, it's, it's telling a story of what's going on in your body. And, you know, your, your skin, your, um, I mean, it's everything, your, how your energy levels are, it all starts in your gut. And if it makes sense, because when we eat, that's where it's going. Sure. That's what's happening. It all stems there. Sure. But I, th I think most people, the digestive piece is critical. I think the average person doesn't know what they, sh what healthy digestion looks like. And once you start to experiencing it, you're like, I don't want to go back to what I was dealing with. That is not fun. And I did not feel good. Absolutely. You don't know how many people I talk to on a daily basis that when I tell them, when they come to me asking me about health issues, and my first question to them is, what does your poop look like? How often are you pooping and what does it look like? And they look at me like I'm crazy, but it really starts there. And how many people say, oh, I, I'm, I might poop, you know, once, once or twice a week. And, I, and I, I'm like, oh my word. And we think this is okay. And that this yes. is normal. It's like, you should be pooping, you know, twice a day. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you shouldn't be straining when you go to the bathroom. You know, that's not... That's not what we want for you, you know? No, not at all. So a great resource that I found was the Bristol stool chart. 
you know, and looking up the Bristol stool chart, you know, the, to see what it should look like and how often you should be going. Yes. All right. Let's take a moment here now. Um, as we've talked about gut health, we've talked about m- removing the toxins and, and more specifically the herbicides and pesticides that are being used. Sometimes this can be overwhelming. So if you were to break it down and tell someone if you're suffering from an autoimmune disorder or gut issues, what's the top three things that you would recommend that they start with right away to make the biggest impact? Sure. Well, I think you should contact me to get this capsule for your whole family. I can give you the where to order it and um, that's, I think, key. Every, you know, person needs this. A study that was done recently showed 93% of Americans tested positive for glyphosate in their urine. And I, I think it's probably higher now, but I mean, that's a significant number. So we want to be detoxing that out. And this is, this is incorporating steps to be successful. So if adding this capsule daily is the only change you make, it is a positive change. Right. Going to, I mean, this is so important. And I, you know, again, like I mentioned at the beginning, I'm more of a dive in type mentality. And I certainly understand that is not everyone. And so I would look at how many meals a week could you upgrade in your ingredients and be successful at doing that? So if it's one meal a week, five meals a week, that you're choosing organic, you're choosing um, to make things more from scratch so you're not having the preservatives and all these ingredients, we don't even understand what they are, is a win. And then keep adding to it And before you know it, you're going to be on this totally different lifestyle and seeing a huge change for your whole family. And thirdly, I think it is important to be surrounded by a community that is supporting you in what you're doing. It is no fun to walk alone on this path. And there are so many people that are walking this path that you can link arms with, that you can surround yourself with whether in person, whether on social media, there is support there and you, you can do this. That's so true. Uh, you know, we just, when we don't have somebody supporting us and, and helping us through the process, it's so easy to talk ourselves out of doing something right, where when we have some accountability and have somebody there supporting us and cheering us on, it sure does make a difference. That is a great deal. And Allison, go ahead and tell our listeners, where can they find you? Sure. My website is Allison. It's A-L-I-S-O-N. Mrand.com. And my passion is sharing about adoption, parenting. I homeschool my children. And then the nutrition piece is a huge role because it all starts there. I'm not going to be a good mom if my nutrition is out of balance. And I'm not going to have the energy to homeschool. And so all those together are what I really enjoy sharing and helping others. 
That's awesome. And, and um, so if people go to your website at allisonmrand.com, they will be able to find those products that you know, love, and trust and have made such a huge impact for you. And I know I went to your website in preparing for this interview and people can really get a, a grasp on who you are and, and what you're about. So um, make sure that you go check that out. And I got a, another question for you that I, I want to ask because in your website, you talked about your family's mission was to go back to China. And you, you talk in terms of nutrition is equal to love. In your mind, these are, you know, one and the same. And that you wanted to be able to spread that message of love and nutrition back to China and other areas. So have you and your family been able to do these things yet? We have not. At this time, we have not traveled back to China. We are, that is a bigger picture. Um, I mentioned my children are special needs and at this time traveling would not be the best choice. And so, but it's, it's not forgotten. And so we're able to help children here in our community and again, reaching out to parents. And so it's there, it's just not yet. Awesome, well, I think that's great to have a big picture goal in mind of what you want to do and and we can certainly sense and feel and I know our listeners can't see you but there's certainly passion in what you're sharing and and talking about and, and how that has made such a huge difference for you. Um, I have just a, uh, random round of a couple of questions. We are almost done with our time just so people get a more sense of who you are, but can you tell us who has had the biggest impact, uh, on your life up to this point? Wow. Um, that's a great question. <laughs> you know, I would have to say my daughter, my, she has shown me how to love myself, self-care, in just what she needed. And yes. so she has, I mean, our children are our greatest teachers. I believe that. And she has been um, truly that. She has been a gift. I, there's no mistake that we were meant to be, you know, connected. And that has been... Um, I would have to say my daughter. Yeah. That is that is so joyful. I, I love that. Um, do you have a morning routine? And if you do, what does that look like for you? So my for the longest time, my children were early risers, like too early. <laughs> and so I have finally got them on a schedule that they do not wake up at 4.30 or 5 in the morning. And so my schedule looks a little bit different now, but I, I really try to start my day with time for myself, whether it's five minutes, 15 minutes, or half an hour before they awake. And I need that time to myself to look at my day, what are our goals, and just kind of start with peace and, you know, sometimes I meditate. It depends on the day and yeah, that's how I start my day. That's wonderful. I, I think it's important for us to have some moments of quiet and some moments with ourselves before we get going. 
That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator. And we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.